getting a bad review is the it, it hurts you to your soul i mean you try to do your best job and when you look at that review all of a sudden your heart sinks and it's because we always take pride in what we do sometimes we screw up and sometimes we deserve a bad review so i tell people the first thing to do is to go into your computer open up a word document and type out the meanest vile nasty response to that review just just say every swear word you want to say about that person who gave you that review every stupid thing that they did everything that messed up and why you're so mad at them take that print it out and then rip it up and throw it in your trash and the truth shall set you free welcome to the wedding video boss podcast where we talk about the business of being a wedding creative and on mondays i invite over the influencers the heavy hitters of the wedding industry to talk about topics that are their specialty and today alan katz is here guys if you are concerned about getting reviews dealing with reviews or asking for reviews alan katz is the guy you want to listen to he has over 2000 reviews on his seo page and his other review pages and he's going to just pretty much tell us his secret on how to get reviews how to take down reviews and how to deal with reviews that are bad i seriously can't wait for you to hear this so he's ready let's start the show Since 2003, over 6,500 couples have chosen Alan to perform their wedding ceremony. He always brings his fun and romantic style into each and every one of their ceremonies. With a huge selection of anything from traditional ceremonies to the unique themed weddings, he specially designs weddings for his couples. From hotels to the beach to the backyard, hall, or their home, he does them all. His fun, romantic approach to a wedding will ensure that couples and their guests have an amazing experience. Just like what I said, just read his 2,000 plus reviews and it will tell the story. His years of experience have made him a well-known wedding industry influencer. I'm going to put all of his achievements in the show notes because it's a lot, guys. I don't want to read all of this and make you wait. So help me in welcoming Alan Katz. Hey, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's it's great to be on a show with somebody as famous as you. I know, so, I know. I you know we haven't seen each other in a long time. Maybe like, I don't know, a couple of hours. Yeah, a couple of hours, hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's nice about you and I is we kind of get it that you have to be out there. You can't just sit at home and expect business to come to you. You have to be out there to go get it. So people like me. People like you, people like other people who we see out there all the time, they get it that you, you have to be present. You have to be out there because if you're not, your your competition will be out there. Exactly. The magic of the magic of just being out there, just people seeing you and you know knowing who you are and actually seeing your personality. To some mm-hmm. people, not being out there works for them, but for me, I they need to see our. Per- they need to see my personality because <laughs> right but and they'll give you business in spite of that yes um <laughs> so you know they always say if you build a bet if you have the best mousetrap and nobody knows about it you're not going to catch any mice you're not going to sell any mousetraps so you just got to get people to, out there to know who you are okay and yeah. you're an expert at that i'm an expert at that 
and let's get more people to be experts at doing that. Oh and that gosh. way everybody together and we can all sing Kumbaya and make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, I like the last part. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so before we start, let's uh, just so to the five listeners who don't know who you are, tell us something about yourself right. that they probably don't know about you. Probably one of the craziest things about me that you don't know is I was on Jerry Springer four times. Is is they there... uh, they hired me to do they hired me to do characters on the show. I did no uh, Cupid and I did Father Time and I did the King of Carnival <laughs> and I did Santa for some of their specials. So, no way. So I did. I did. That was one of my craziest moments. And the only reason why I did it is so I could come on a program like this and go, oh my God, son, I was on Jerry Springer. You don't do it for the you don't do it for the money, the glory, you do it for the story. And so it made for some great stories. Oh, I bet. So uh, do they do they usually have like an audition whenever you do that or they just pick you up from the street or something? <laughs> No, I, I had called in, pitched them an idea. They loved my idea, and they just have, kept having me come back. They kept flying me out to Chicago. That's crazy. And, uh, all, all expenses paid, put me up in a hotel, picked me up in the limousines, took me to the studio, had my dressing room. You know, it was great. Wow. Okay. Treated like a real celebrity for them. So you're saying everyone – it's kind of like a, a professional wrestling. Everyone is just – I can neither confirm nor deny okay. that due to my actual obligations <laughs> to the show. I, I was I was I was a special guest. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. But, but how the other people were that that is yet to be seen. Okay. Is is Jerry Springer still on? Are they making new seasons? I don't think so. It's probably in 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 uh, rerun somewhere. Okay. But Jerry Springer show will never actually die. It'll just come out somewhere. Yeah. People you know. people love to watch those things and it amazes me how entertaining that is so i'm happy well you know and that's kind of was the original reality shows you know stuff like that now re re one thing people don't realize when they're watching reality shows is that reality really isn't reality yes so it's all these reality shows they're they're the scenarios are created yeah and yeah. they don't necessarily exist i've been on several reality shows uh, and we create we create drama. We create moments. Um, probably my most famous recent one um, was I think it was about a year and a half ago was on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, that's right. Where I did the big the big major finale wedding of the most hated bride and the doofiest groom. Um, but I ended up doing I ended up doing the ceremony and. Uh, the video, the you know, the final edited version wasn't anything like what we actually did. So I bet. it was kind of interesting to watch what we did and then what ended up on the cutting room floor or on the screen. I've had people who watch uh, those those shows where it's a contest about singers or a talent show, and usually they said um, whenever they get there, they already know who's going to win because everything's like set up and. You know, so it's kind of like heartbreaking, but at the same time, entertaining. So, Well, I mean, like for me, I, I, I was on the original talent show. I was on the gong show when I was 16 years old. Wow. If you remember the gong yeah. show. And uh, 
at that point, it was up in the air. Nobody knew who was going to win, who was going to be gonged. They had their ideas, but uh, but that was that was true fun reality because you didn't know what was going to happen. And I was on seven times on that show. That was crazy. Uh, so is that well? I guess my next question then is, uh, how did you get into the business, and what are you up to now? So I got into I got into the wedding business. Because of my entertainment business, um, a friend of mine was getting married and I was going to be his best man. And he goes, you know what? I'd really like my brother to be my best man. So how about if you do the ceremony? You're the entertainer of all of our friends. So you're the one who's been on TV and movies and plays. Why don't you do the ceremony? And I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. And after the ceremony, everybody came up to me and goes, oh, my God, Alan. This is what you should be doing for a living. You have a knack for this. That, that was the best wedding I've ever seen before. And everybody came up to me and said that. I'm like, well, okay, let me look into it. And I put up a website and people started calling me and calling me and calling me. And I got too busy. So I started adding people onto my team and adding people onto my team. And then people wanted priests. I added them. People wanted rabbis. I added them. People wanted bilingual. I added them. So I got to the 37 officiants that that I have right now. Wow. How, how long ago was this? I started in 2003. So that's when my first wedding was. September 14th, 2003. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, that's Stella's birthday. My wife, really? Stella, my wife. Yeah. So she, oh, right. She's your right. lucky charm. So she, was born like, she was born like four years before that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's actually 15 right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Uh, you, you do have you do have a wonderful bride. Um, she she's fantastic. I yeah. Uh, okay. So it's out of since two thousand and three. So that's sixteen years. Sixteen right? years. Sixteen yeah. years. And how many reviews have you had since then? Uh, well, online. Let's talk about weddings. I've, I personally have done probably about sixty five hundred weddings. Whew. Um. I only have probably 2,500 reviews. So not everybody reviews it. So one of the things we're talking about today that I kind of want to stress about is how to get reviews and how not to get bad reviews. See, we all worry about getting reviews, but a lot of things people don't look at is not to get bad reviews. So if you have a moment, I'd like to talk to you about how not to get a bad how not to get a bad review. That that would be great. The be- the way to not get a bad review is to not screw up. Is to do it do what you're contracted to do. If you're supposed to be there at five o'clock, be there at four thirty. If you're supposed to, you know, for you, if you're supposed to shoot video of this and that and make sure you get it, do that. And then do more. Exceed expectations at all times. If you just do what you were hired to do, in most cases, you're not going to get a great review. You might not get any review or you might get, well, they did a good job. It was okay. You know, what you want to do is you want to give people the opportunity to brag about you and you want to do your job in a way where you've done the best job that you know that you've done the best job. In fact, every wedding that you walk into, every event that you walk into, you got to go in there with the idea that, Hey, I'm going to do this wedding and I'm going to be the best at what I do. That I'm going to do the best job because I know somebody's going to review me. 
And you just got to imagine that Yelp is sitting there in the corner looking at you, waiting for you to screw up and do a bad something bad so Yelp can all of a sudden say something about you. So every time you walk in, imagine Yelp is sitting in the corner because they are. They're always there. They're always somebody. If you screw up, they're ready to, to be there to knock you down. So, I have so that's a- why you have to do your job, exceed expectations, do your job properly, show up early, and work with the other vendors. Because if you all work as a team, I know when we work together, especially when we do alpaca weddings, which is a whole other story. Oh, yeah. Um, we work together as a team. We want to make sure that we've got it together. Okay, let's get it started this way. Let's do here. Let's work together. Let's get these angles. We work together as a team. And that's what's going to make the best product for me. And that's what's going to make the best product for you. And then when the couple reviews it all at the end, they're going to go, wow, this happened perfectly. The video came out great, except for that psycho couple. But that's a whole other story. Um, and... You know, that's what we have to that's what we have to accomplish okay so my question now is when you say uh, exceed expectations how do you actually set expectations do, you well, know, that's what you do yeah. when you when you have your initial meeting with your couple is you find out what what they want you know say so for you for video you know okay the, we want a video which shows our family which shows our you know our ceremony which shows our food do that, but but even get it more in depth when you're doing it. Really try to focus in on what they're imagining, and then just do a little more. You know, it's get always, private interviews, get get a little extra that stuff you can work with. Yeah, it's always trying to exceed expectations, and it. So when I was actually talking to someone last night about, um, she she just got her first bad review and she couldn't get over it because it was a review that wasn't fair. And now I'm wondering how do you deal with that when you get, when you get a bad review? Well, getting a bad review is the, it it hurts you to your soul. I mean, you try to do your best job. And when you look at that review, all of a sudden your heart sinks and it's because we always take pride in what we do. Um, we, sometimes we screw up and sometimes we deserve a bad review. But sometimes if we're doing our job right and we think it's right and somebody criticizes us or gives us a bad review, it hurts your soul. So I tell people the first thing to do is to go into your computer, open up a Word document, and type out the meanest, vile, nasty response to that review. Just, just say every swear word you want to say about that person who gave you that review, every stupid thing that they did, everything that messed up and why you're so mad at them, take that, print it out, and then rip it up and throw it in your trash. Because at least you get that off your chest. Because Otherwise, that's burning inside your chest. After you do that, then you have to figure out, well, did I do something wrong? Did I not provide the superior service that I did? And if, if you feel that you did, well, then you have a couple options. Okay. First off, if you did mess up and you did blow it, own up to it all right most of the time when people are putting a review out there and they give you a bad review it's to hold you accountable for what you've done so um it happened to me the other day uh, about three weeks ago all of a sudden i get a bad review and i'm like what the heck and so i get them on the phone and i say hey 
I just saw that you gave us one, you know, one star review. What happened? And it turned out it really wasn't anything that we had done. Um, everybody, all the other vendors dropped the ball and we kind of sucked, got stuck because of it. You know, the microphone wasn't working, things like that. And I go, nobody could hear you. You know, you, you kind of joked about it. I'm like, I have a moment where I'm up there where I have to take charge of the situation. You know, I have no microphone, so I have to do something. And so I talked with her and all she really wanted to do was tell somebody how mad she was about everything that happened. And I listened to her and I understood. I go, gosh, I'm so sorry. I know how this made your day. And I tried everything I could to, you know, alleviate the challenge to within my power. She goes, you know, you're right. Thank you. You know, what? I'm going to pull down that review or I'm going to revise it or I'm going to up, up the stars. I'm like, you know, just pull it down. Blah, blah, blah. Now, sometimes people aren't happy with that. Sometimes people are just still so mad, so crazy. Oh, I'm going to leave that up. Well, you know what? If I didn't do my job, then I don't deserve to get paid. All right. And I'm going to tell you, look, if I screwed up. And if you show me that I screwed up, and I agree with that. then I'm going to refund you your money. In exchange for me refunding you your money, I ask that you pull down the review or give them a partial refund. You know, people want to people want to know that. And a lot of times people go, you know what? You made amends. You you're going to give me back the money for something you did. Okay, I'll remove it. And I don't want to have to give refunds. But if I didn't do my job, I mean, my guy, no, all my guys, my team. If you're doing Mary and Bob's wedding and you call her Shirley. You don't collect any money for that, okay? So, oh my god! So if you made a mistake, yeah, own own up to it. Yeah, own up to it, and and suffer the consequences. You know, throw yourself on the on the sword. Hey, I messed up. I I screwed up, and I apologize from the bottom of my heart. And sometimes they'll remove it. Yeah. So the so this this particular person, she got a bad review because I think the the bride's friend wanted to be the dj for that wedding and you know the i think that's what cost it so it wasn't something that she did personally but so how do you handle that like people who put because there's a lot of i i i found out maybe like a couple of years the, ago the review wasn't from wasn't from the person that they contracted the services no with? no oh then it's easy then then one of the ways you do it is you, you know, you can dispute reviews, especially on wedding wire and the knot. You can always dispute it and say, Hey, I did not have a contract with this person. I don't know who this person is. Oh. I did not work for this person. This, this was a possible competitor, somebody who wanted to get the gig, but didn't get it. Um, and all of them have a way that you can dispute it. Okay. So, you just have to you just have to respond. I've gotten many Yelp reviews removed because it was from one time I got a bad review from a photographer who didn't like who didn't like me. I don't know how anybody doesn't like me. Yeah. But uh, we got a, we got a review from the photographer that oh she she was a Christian and I didn't use any blessings in the ceremony and uh, and she went off on it and so I went to Yelp and I go look this person is is not my contracted person. I did not have a contract with this person. They got upset with me because of this. And Yelp looked at my response and said, you know what? This is not a viable review. Wedding Wire looked at it and says, yeah, you know what? This is not a true review of what you did. And in many cases, they'll, they'll remove it. 
Okay. That makes so the much other more parts, sense. If they won't remove it, then your only avenue is to explain it in a response. All the all the all the places where you get reviews will enable you to to address it in a response. So here's what I do: say say if it was something that messed up that um, I didn't get, you know, I didn't add a sand ceremony into it, or or just something that messed up beyond my control, whatever it was. In my response, I was going. Here's what you do. You want to thank them. You want to thank them. You know how you, you ever hear the expression "Don't get mad, get nicer." Kill right? them with so kindness. Thank, thank, yeah, thank you so much for for placing that review. Because you placed that review, I was able to learn something about my you know my process. And because you placed that review, I've been able to revise everything that I do as far as that goes. And come up with a way that that will never happen to another couple again. And I want to thank you so much for helping other brides and grooms not have to ever be in that situation. You know, I really appreciate you pointing this out to me. So now anybody looking at the crazy person's review and then they see your response will go, A, this person's crazy. And B, they'll look at it and go, well, wow, he understood that there was a problem. And he's done something to make it so that will never happen again. So I don't have to worry about that being an issue with me. Okay. So how do you feel? Because I, whenever I talk to people about reviews, the one particular company that there's a, f a few companies that do this, but whenever they get a bad review, either a fake one or from an actual bride, they just don't respond to it because they feel like it's just putting uh just putting gas on the fire or something like that. How do you feel well, about that? Well, it, you know, it, it, it can go both ways. Um, we had a couple not happy about something we did. We pretty much ignored them because we knew they were crazy and it was going to stop there. Um, the other way to do it is ignore it and just get more reviews. But addressing it is something that's going to, in my mind, if I address a review, A, I'm going to find out where I made the mistake. Um, I'm going to maybe try and get it removed. And if it doesn't work, they're going to, they're going to leave it there anyway. You just, if, if you messed up, own up to it. But I just want to talk to the people and say, look, I understand the issue. Um, you know, please accept my apology. And that's going to make me feel better. Otherwise, every time I'm like looking at my reviews and I see that one star review from that crazy person, it's going to hurt me still to my soul. And I want to see if I can get that resolved. And I want to look at that review and go, you know what? I did everything I could to have that crazy woman remove that. And it didn't. So I'm not crazy. That person's crazy. And that way I'll look at that. Because otherwise it's going to haunt you. It's going to bug you for the rest of your life. How do you feel then about responding to them, but in an email instead of on Yelp? Because you could respond on Yelp, right? How about uh, you know, I don't even email. respond to an email. I'm going to get on the phone with them and call them instantly. That's perfect. Uh, um, when I, in fact, <laughs> the other day, I the, the bride had left this bad review. I had the husband's number. It was actually one of my guys' uh, events. And I called the husband and I go, hey, um, your crazy wife. I didn't say that. I go, <laughs> your, 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 your wife left this bad review. And I remember when I was talking with you that we agreed to do things this way. And he goes, oh, I can't believe she did that. So he calls her up 
And then she goes back on to Yelp and go, oh, here's an addendum to it. He called my husband and told him to have me remove the review. Oh, my gosh. So then I called her up and, you know, threw myself on the sword. Hey, I'm really sorry. Because that type of bride is the bride that's going to be vindictive. That's the type of bride that's going to call all her friends and do it. So at that point, I go, you know what? This one's a losing battle. Let me just see what I can do to get rid of her and out of my life forever. Because sometimes it's better to get rid of them and not have to deal with them than have to see that there. Um, so how did you get rid of her? I, I refunded her money okay. in exchange for her for her removing her review. I think that's what she wanted in the first place. Ugh. But but you know what? I don't care at this point. At this point, she was going to be a nightmare. She was going to be a thorn in my side. I could see it. I could see her red eyes pointing <laughs> at me. So you... I decided, you know what? Rather than have to deal with that, I would. I want this out of my life. I don't want. I don't need the stress in my life. Of oh, this yeah. crazy woman. All right, so let's just get rid of her out of my life forever. So, okay, now now that I'm thinking about this, because we've both been in the industry for a long time, and we usually see red flags before they even come into the office. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that part? Although the, the one wedding we did, it, it wasn't, there was no red flags, and, you know, but mo most of the time you could see, you, you know. So how do you handle that part? You know, I, I, I learn and I've, and I've learned that if there's, if there's an issue up front, if they're screaming at you early on, they're going to scream at you at the end. So I've turned down, in fact, it was about two weeks ago where we had a couple, I just was not communicating with them. I'm like, yeah, you know, first you get your marriage license, then you do this and we write that. Well, I don't want to have to do that. And they were like giving me adversarial attitude. And after thinking about it, I called them back and I go, you know what? I know I'm not the right person for you. I don't think that I have the right style for what you're looking for. I'm going to refund your deposit and wish you the best of luck and hope that you can find somebody that better fits your style. I would rather walk away than have the stress of dealing with that couple forever. It's not worth the money to me. All right? Yeah. That's... I'll give up going to a concert to avoid that stress, <laughs> you know, that money that I would make. So, Because oh. I'm in a forum of just wedding videographers, and the main, one of the main questions there is how do I um, deal <coughs> with deal, deal with brides who ghost us or who say the oh that oh, you know what we're we're just gonna go with someone else and then I I always want to say just let go of them if you love them set them free and if they love you back they're just gonna come back <laughs> right yeah right you know like I had somebody call me the other day. And um, they're like, how much is your, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I gave them the price. They go, oh, well, so-and-so is going to do it cheaper. I go, like, oh, great. Then go to so-and-so. Yeah. And when they don't deliver the product that you want, give me a call back. You know, but I'm not going to play the game with them. You don't, you don't like my product? It's okay. Go with this other guy. If they, if they don't serve you properly, I'm here for you. That's what we do, too. Like, say, spare yourself the headache and... Whenever we got that email before, they said, "Oh, you know, they're they're doing this for a cheaper rate, and they're a bigger company." We're like, "Oh my gosh, you should grab that because <coughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it." And they ended up booking with us with a higher package. So, you know. yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, and I tell people, "Hey, you know what? A lower price is good. Just make sure they're going to give you exactly what you want. And if they're not, then come back to us and talk." 
right? Because we offer this and that. We want to make sure, I mean, my reviews speak to, for themselves, except for the crazy people. But my, my reviews speak for themselves. If, if you can't find, and I tell people, I, I have the affordability and luxury to do this. I tell people, look, if you can find a wedding officiant out there who has as many reviews as I do, I'll give you a, I'll give you a free wedding plus a thousand dollars. Wow, nice. You know, at the end we call it a hail mary, right? Yeah, if they're, yeah. They're just you just try everything. Well, you know what? Um, I'll I'll bring a, a free goat. You know, just <laughs> throw a hail mary up there and just hope it works. Sometimes it does. I had one the other day. They wanted to use their they they call me back and they go, you know what? We decided to have a friend do it. Right? I had nothing to lose at this point. I go, yeah. you know what? Having a friend is great, but you know if they mess up your paperwork, if they don't do this properly, then guess what? You're not married, and and you know you don't want to ruin the rest of your life together. And they call me back two days later and they go, you know what? We decided not to have our friend do it. We want a professional there, and they hired me. That's good. So. It's a Hail Mary. You have nothing to lose sometimes. Yep. When they're all, no, 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 no. Okay. Well, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. So how do you, now I'm, uh, so, cause you were saying that, you know, for, for them to be able to take down the reviews or to resolve problems, you just refund them the money. Right. But in but, some cases, not in every case. Okay. So like for us, for videographers, some some videographers charge two thousand bucks. Some charge four or six. I don't think we could refund that much money. <laughs> so you would, you would refund a, a portion. Okay. You know, say, you know what? If you don't like it, I'm gonna you know think about how much time you think about how much profit you have in it. And you know what? Sometimes you just give back maybe what your little bit of profit is or yeah. part of it. You go. You know what? We we did our job. We were there. You didn't like the final product, or we had an issue. In my mind, that's worth a thousand dollars. So I'm just going to give you a thousand dollars back. Well, think of what you can do with that thousand dollars. You know, would you rather you know put this night you know terrible review up there, or would you rather have that thousand dollars to uh, to to spend on whatever? Okay, makes sense. You don't sense. have to do the whole thing. We'll just you know offer them something. I told this one couple I was going to send them a uh, um, a gift card. You know, I go, well, you know what? It, something that was my error on the marriage license. I go, you know what? To, to solve this, uh, I'm going fi- to fix your license at my cost, and I'm going to send you a gift card so you two can go out to dinner and laugh about this. I sent them a, you know, I forgot, it was like a Chili's gift card. Yeah, well, you know. And they were happy. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like with... Um, with uh... He wants his baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Chili, baby back. Chili, baby back. So I... So maybe instead of like, because I'm thinking of alternatives now and you brought up a really good point, give them gift cards and maybe you could give them like a $200 Mastro's gift card or something like that. I've never eaten at Mastro's, so I don't know if $200 is a good amount. That'll get get you drinks and an appetizer. (laughs) Okay, enjoy your appetizers and drinks. That's right. No, Mastro's is great. It's one of my favorite places. So maybe you could um, do that instead of like refunding a thousand bucks, you know? Yeah, you, there's there's lots of ways. You know, a refund is a generic term for for giving something back. You know, you don't have to give your whole thing back. Um, you can give a partial, or you can give a gift certificate. There's just lots of ways to go. You know, I'm really sorry. How about this? How about if I treat the two of you to dinner? Blah 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 yeah. blah. That that's a or really how about good if point. Come on over, and Stella will cook for you. Oh, um, I could cook, not Stella. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. They're going to get uh, the runs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, if they want Filipino food, then I'll come over and I'll cook for all of you. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, my gosh. You're wearing the barong and everything. I, I will. Oh, hey, that's man. how I met my girlfriend, my fiance, wearing a barong at a wedding. So. Oh, how is she, by the way? I haven't seen her in a, in a while. Oh, she's doing good. Uh, I was just on the phone with her moments before you called. So, uh, so she's doing great. Okay, so now I want to ask you, since we've talked about, I think we've talked about ha- how to handle bad reviews, right? We don't, we didn't right. forget anything. Now I want how to get the reviews. I, right. I actually want to ask you, when is the perfect time to get the review or ask for the review? But before we get into that, I just want to thank you for being a loyal listener. You don't know how much it means to me that you're listening right now and I can share with you something that I'm passionate about. If you enjoy the content that I'm bringing every week, I just want to remind you that the Wedding Video Boss podcast also has a Patreon page where you can pledge as low as $1 to show your support and keep the show going. There's different tiers which gives you different perks like transcripts of all the episodes. This is for those who don't have time to listen for an hour. A Facebook community to share and give business advice for photographers and videographers. Also, extra episodes just for the hardcore fans. Just go to www.patreon.com that's p a t r e o n.com/weddingvideoboss or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now let's get back to whatever we were talking about. So it, it's it's very industry dependent. For me, like if I'm performing a ceremony, I'll wait two weeks. The reason why I'm waiting two weeks is the first week they're going to be on their honeymoon. The second week they've gotten back into life. And by the beginning of the third week, they'll be back into their normal flow. And that's when I send out the request two weeks afterwards. So if you're a florist, that would apply. If you're a, uh, you know, if you provided furniture, if you provided DJ services, that's when you want to do it two weeks after for you or for a photographer, you're going to have to wait until after they finished viewing the product and wait, you know, shortly after that, you don't have to have wait that two week process, maybe one week. Hey, you had a chance to look at this. Um, you know, what do you think? Um, in your case, you want to make sure they liked it. So what did you think? All right. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, great. You loved it. Oh, nice. Well, hey, here's the places where you can review us, whether it's you know the two weeks after or two weeks after you or a week after you give them their product. Is you give them the actual links to the wedding wire, to the knot, to the Google, but don't give them the direct link for Yelp, because Yelp will know that you've given them a direct link. If you want them to review you on Yelp, you'll type in Yelp.com. And this is what you tell them: type in Yelp.com, put in my company name and my city. And then Yelp will find it, and then you can place the review on there. Otherwise, you've seen it where they hide your reviews. It's because they know that somebody gave them a review, a link to review it, and they're going, this is suspicious. This doesn't fit in our algorithm. We want people to come to us generically and place that review. That's interesting. So, okay, how many, how many reviews do you have that's hidden? That's real, real reviews that uh, are hidden. I have probably 300 on Yelp that are oh, hidden. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a tip. <laughs> so 
whenever we ask for a review, we send them the link and some of them get hidden, some of them don't. But what we recently discovered is that if they upload a photo with the review of you with them, then the review doesn't get hidden because they know it's an actual person who does it. Oh, that's so, a good idea. That's so a great it, idea. It, it, digs your, it digs your review out of the hidden zone. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, the other way, sometimes if it's their first review, they'll, they'll still think it's suspicious. Yeah. And they'll hide it. So tell them, hey, you know, do other reviews too. Don't just do ours. Review lots of other reviews. Oh, so once you get three or four reviews, you know, then they'll say, oh, and they'll pull it out from your shit list. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's that's a great idea because I just realized, you know, the, the planner, they usually send us the vendor list. And when we ask for the, the, for the reviews, you could just say, here are the other vendors. Maybe you want to review them, too. And then that, oh, that way, they may know. not be they may not be a good idea because one of the vendors messed up. They may put some bad stuff on that. But, okay. oh, yeah, well, Paul, Paul gave me your information. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't really care. As long as they give us a good review, that's that's all I care yeah. about. But again, we are community. Yeah. We want to make sure that okay. we get it all perfect in community. I was, I was just kidding, guys. Of course, you know, we, we always, as vendors, when whenever we work a wedding and there's, all, there's a problem, we always try to help the other vendors solve it. Just like for oh, one exactly. example, we had one where the vendor, the, the florist, she fell, she fell down a flight of stairs and she broke a tooth. And oh, wow. the, the bride never knew about it. We helped the florist out, carry the other stuff. And, you know, she got taken to an ambulance and everyone got there and we helped her set up. But, you know, it's, it's always going to be a group effort because at the end of the day, it's about the couple, right? So that means you're tough and ruthless, and she was rough and toothless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want, I don't know about rough, but yeah. Okay, okay, it's an old one from. <laughs> okay, so. But it, it is about that. Like the like it happened to me. Um, all of a sudden, the florist didn't show up, and so oh my god, there's no bride, there's no bouquets for the bride to walk down. I walk into the restaurant of this venue. It was a it was a uh, golf club. And I saw flowers on all the tables. I went in there. I stole all the flowers. And I had some ribbon. And I made four bouquets for the bridesmaids, one bigger one for the bride. And all of a sudden, I walk in. Oh, here's your bouquets. They weren't what they wanted, but they had something. You okay. Know? So we all, if we all work together, it, it, it all works out great. Yeah. And but sometimes you can't please anybody, especially with an alpaca. Uh, <laughs> Man, that really left a scar on us. <laughs> I know. It's, all of us. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the uh, one of the best feelings ever, but you know, at least we got to work together. So, which which what counts? That's that's, that's true. Because uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, we all got booked to do a wedding for a couple. The bride wanted to be walked down the aisle with an alpaca, and so they found an alpaca farm, and they wanted my fiance to do Alex to do the ceremony, but he was kind of being kind of weird toward her, so she asked me to help co-officiate because he was kind of hitting on her in a non-hitting on her kind of way. She, and, just uh, wasn't, so both, she just wasn't comfortable. She just wasn't comfortable doing this based on his attitude toward her. And uh, so I did it with her. The bride never ended up walking with the alpaca either, did she? She, the, the, I think the, uh, like her the best, held the alpaca the best man her, yeah. held the alpaca. Yeah. 
So it just, there was no coordinator, no nothing. And it was just not the greatest experience. Um, the alpaca, like the alpaca gave us a great review. The, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> alpaca didn't give me a good review. He actually spat on me. Oh, which, man. Yeah. It, it took a week to take out, but, you know. <laughs> so, okay. Now I want to ask you about. Um, so you're saying that the best time for you to ask a review is at least for us videographers and photographers is after we give the 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 previews right right because there's no way they're going to know what your product is okay afterwards you can ask i mean you can videotape it all day and say hey can you review me and they're like well we haven't even seen what you have what if your what if your video or your photos are 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 junk you know we don't know that so you want them to be able to take a look at it um you know view it with them or or send it to them and then find out how they liked it first in your case because video and photography are a little different breeds when you're talking about getting reviews because you kind of have to get the approval ahead of time of what they like okay once so- you know they're happy then you go for the review now if they're a couple because we have a thing we call do not sends where if we get just a bad vibe you ever go to a wedding and you just get a va- a bad vibe from a couple or the bride looks at you a certain way, like sneers at you, or the groom is like not talkative at all. You just feel something's not right. We just mark that as a do not send. And we don't even ask them for a review. So why poke the bear? You know, those do not sends for us turn out to have the best reviews because it was so unexpected and it was from the heart. Usually... When we get something like that, you know, when we get like a no revisions from a couple and we we're like, wait, are you sure this is the right couple? Because, you know, it, they gave us like a weird vibe before. But fortunately, most of the couples we have, they review us and they give us like flying colors. So I'm happy. But I, to add to the right. point earlier, when, when we, whenever we ask for a review, it's always before we send the highlights out because what what our line is is like we're while you're waiting your your video is almost done but while you're waiting because they're we feel like they're on a wedding high still and we kind of like want to get into that with the good grace so most of our reviews are like they've they've worked really well but we haven't seen anything yet but we love them or something like right. that yeah and, and that's and that's good that's that, that's that's a good way to get something to preclude it from you know seeing a really bad product and then not liking it so <clears throat> yeah there's ways of doing that yeah because they, they they tend to get to their normal <coughs> lives they get to their back to their normal lives and they forget we we've had couples where they're fully paid and we all we need from them is the songs or the songs and it's been two years and they still haven't had the songs i'm like guys you're already fa- paid so you know we could just so what i do is i just edit the video send it to them they're super busy, and then they see the video, and they—it's like a pleasant surprise after two years. Right. <laughs> so okay, so now I so wanna... when you're sending this when you're sending this email out to people, um, you basically say to them, "Hey, thank you for the opportunity to you know to work together. We want other couples to experience what you've experienced. So we want you to share, you know, with with people, or, you know, through the review process." We want you to share your experiences and how well it impacted you. 
one of the most important things, especially if you're giving them multiple places to review you, is ask them. They don't always do it, but ask them to make every review different. So the review on Wedding Wire, the review on The Knot, the review on Yelp, the review on Google, make them different. Because if all of a sudden you have four of the same reviews, Google looks at it as like, well, this is weird. I've seen these words before. Hey, I've seen these words. Hey, I've seen these words before. Google doesn't give it as much credence as seeing one say, hey, he was great to work with. Hey, working with him was great. Hey, he was great and on time and fun to work with. Boy, I wanted somebody fun to work with, and this is the person. If they're all different, Google looks at them all independently and goes, these are four different reviews. Otherwise, Google looks at them, and they're going, all right, these are all the same thing. It's it's being spammed. Okay, that's interesting. Let's give it as much weight. Okay, that's interesting uh, because I didn't know that Google does that. So, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Well, imagine Google, Google sees everything. So if they see the same exact content, just like if you have a duplicate web website with the same content, Google's going to know, hey, there's another exact website exactly as yours, and they don't give it as much credence. Okay. In Google, we trust. We do. For better <laughs> or worse. <laughs> okay. Richer or poorer. <laughs> so well, Internet death do we stop. <laughs> so I want to ask you then, since you have a lot of reviews, how how important it is uh, how important is it right now for new businesses to get reviews as opposed to get more because you know you for us we're like master networkers with air quotes right? right so i i feel like we get more work whenever we um we, whenever we network with vendors than couples referring us I think the the ratio is bigger than the other. So how do you how important do you think is having a good review or having reviews on your Yelp page and where where do you think is the best avenue for people to ask for reviews? For example, like if they only had one one choice, where would you want to send these people? Um, you know, if they're not an advertiser on the Yelp or I mean, on, on Wedding Wire, or the Knot, then don't use those first. Do Google and Yelp. Again, Google is owned by Google, so you just do a local review, and you can do it that way. But everybody knows Yelp, and I don't know about you, but when you're looking for a restaurant or something to do, what do you do? You check out Yelp, see what they say. So if you have one review, great. But then who are you? You can also ask other people who were there. Hey, could you ask your best man and maid of honor to review us? Hey, could you have, um, you know, have the videographer, if you're somebody else? Or, hey, can you have the photographer? Can you have the wedding coordinator throw up a review? Now you got four reviews up there. Now you're starting to look better. They always say that you have to have a minimum of 10 reviews to actually be a viable business. So you want to be able to get up to 10 reviews, but they have to be real. They can't be. They can't be you under six different email addresses, saying, "Oh, I'm Bob, <laughs> and I work with." And a lot of people do that, and there are companies that do that. No oh, man, and, but you can look at my reviews, and you know that they're all genuine. But that's why the best thing I ask people to do is the video testimonials, because anybody can write a review on Yelp, Wedding Wire. Anybody can write that. 
and you don't know if that's real or not. But when you do a testimonial, you have that couple in front of you. You have their, nobody's going to put on a dress and a tuxedo just to do a fake video. I mean, they might, but nobody's going to go through all that trouble to do it. So what do I do? I'm done with the ceremony. And you've probably seen this on my Facebook occasionally is I'll go up to the couple. All right. I need 10 seconds of your time. Um, actually 15 seconds is, you know, optimal. Um, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions and this is what we're going to do. I want you to, I'm going to count down three, two, one, and you're going to say, hi, I'm Bob and I'm Cindy. And we just got married at X venue. Um, Alan was our officiant and boy, it was a great job. We had so much fun. We did this and that. Thank you so much. And I tell them to give each other a kiss at the end. But every vendor can do that. I mean, you know, I always tell DJs the best time to do that is the night's over. They just finished the last dance. And you go, come over here. And they're all hot and sweaty. Makeup's running down their face. And that's when you go up to them. And you go, hey, um, I need a testimonial. Did you have a good time? All right, say, all right, I'm, you know, I'm Bob and I'm Cindy. We just danced our asses off. So-and-so was our DJ. I'm hot and sweaty. And this was a great party. Woohoo! Right? That's when you would want to get it. Video testimonials tell the story from the lips of the people. One thing you want to make sure is when you're doing those video testimonials is, A, you know, make it, make it feel real. Watch out about distractions in the background. So if it's too loud in the background, you can't hear. Or I've done it on the beach where a guy in a Speedo decides to walk by. Control your environment as best as possible so you can hear what's happening. And turn your cell phone landscape style. You don't want it vertical style because if you try to upload that onto YouTube, it's going to have the borders on the sides. So you turn it and do it landscape style. That way it'll perfectly fit into YouTube. It'll also show well on any other format that you have it. Okay. So how do you feel about... So wh wh where do you upload the the videos again yeah you know 15 second video where are you gonna upload it you're gonna upload it to your facebook you're gonna upload it to your stories you're gonna upload it to instagram you're gonna upload it to youtube if you don't have a youtube channel start one um and you know those little 15 second videos they're great and then you tag it appropriately okay um you know and one thing especially if you've done the say at a venue right send an email to the venue with a link to where you posted it. Say, hey, I just got a, you know, I just did a wedding at your place. Just got a great testimonial from Bob and Cindy. Here, check it out. Okay. Or, or even if the venue has a, uh, has a Facebook site that you can post stuff on, post it on their, on their uh, Facebook site. You go, hey, I just married Bob and Cindy at your place. Look at how happy they are. Give us a call when you need our services. Okay. Do you do you ever ask for reviews on Facebook? I do. Okay. I do. That's one of the places we ask. So my question is, whenever they do the video testimonial, do they still do the Yelp review? Um, sorry. They, oh, so they, when, when they give you the video testimonial, right? You film them at the end of the night. Do they still give you a Yelp review afterwards? Do oh, yeah. Them? Yeah, we'll okay. still ask them. We'll still Again. The more things you can have, again, if somebody reviews me four times on four different places and they're all different, that's four reviews. That's not just one review. Yeah. If they do four reviews in the testimonials, now you got five. 
So you have five places where people, the same person can give you this, a similar review about your services in all those different places. And yeah. that increases what you're doing two, three, five fold. Yeah. You're, you're really smart because just like, uh, just so people know, we were actually at a um, Tuesdays Together meeting, a, a mega meetup earlier this today. And I was one part of the panel and we were talking about video marketing. And, you know, you're probably one of the only officiants out there or probably a wedding vendor that actually films the couple to do their to do their testimonial. And one of the biggest things about video marketing is if you run out of material, you could always just repurpose all these old videos and then just put it on your stories or put it on your Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're a smart man. I wish I knew that before I started <laughs> Hey, you know, it's never too late to start. I, I, you know, I've been in this 16 years. I still learn something new every. I just started doing podcasting like this. Um, I do a little bit of a different podcast. Um, what I'm doing is I'm basically interviewing people when I'm doing a wedding. I interview the uh, the manager of the venue. I interview the photographer, the videographer, the flower person. Get a quickie interview with the bride and groom before they walk down the aisle. I'm doing kind of behind the scenes of what happens before the ceremony takes place. And then hopefully I'll get a testimonial and a review from them later. That's, that's amazing. So that adds one more level to what I got from that wedding. So, so now instead of one, two, three, four places, they reviewed me one testimonial. Now I got uh, maybe Facebook and this, uh, and this uh, podcast. So now that's six places I got from one couple. You know what? You could also, you could also at the end of your podcast, you could also read the reviews from couples to to finish your episode. Just a thought, because I've seen a lot of podcasters do that to to thank their couples or to thank their listeners. They they read a, a bunch of reviews. Yeah, that's great. And that's 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 real cool. I try to keep mine down to about 10, 12 minutes because, you know, nobody wants to listen to people drone on and on and on and on. Boy, yeah. that's what we're doing. But we're, <laughs> hey, we're not droning. We're not droning. No, no. We're giving we're giving useful content. Oh, yeah. I mean, here, I'm, si I'm sitting in my car right, on my way back from that event um, and from issuing a marriage license up in Beverly Hills to a celebrity. Um, Ooh talking about talking about what we're doing deets can, can yeah, you tell can, can you tell me who I it can't. is after after no i can't i can't even i have to sign a non-disclosure oh, okay so okay uh, now i want to ask you how important is it to well I, I don't think you answered that question how important is it for a, a, a small business who's starting out do, so what do they do first do they network first or do they it's kind of like a chicken or the egg right do they you know, you do first? it all. If you can get, if you can do an event, get a, get the review. If you don't have any business, you know, you just got to start off by networking. Um, work for somebody. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people think, oh, hey, I'm gonna, I bought a, I got a, bought a camera. I'm gonna be a photographer. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It, it, it takes time, right? You can't expect to be a success overnight. I was. I'm something special. You are special. Uh, oh my uh, gosh. Special K. <laughs> um, okay. I want to ask you then, 
since you've done so many weddings, you've pretty much done every single kind of wedding out there, right? How do you? Uh, there's always something. The one, the, yeah, the one reclusive wedding I haven't done, the naked wedding. But that's another, that's another story for another day. So no naked wedding yet. Not yet. I've been asked, and they, they didn't uh, pan out. Okay. They pulled out. I guess they pulled out. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my question then is, how do you? cater to the 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 other weddings that have a, a different culture from what your culture is like do you because for me like whenever we, we whenever we talk to a couple and they have a different culture you know there's always that that gap and how do you convince them that you're the right person for the job well a one way is lying <laughs> <laughs> but but that doesn't always work so what you need to do is you need to actually do the research ahead of time like i i, I met with a couple the other day who um he's it was an indian uh, couple or one of them was indian but from a different area of india india or not india but a different type of of hindu than i'm used to dealing with their traditions are different So I did my research before I met with them. I said, oh, instead of the Mangal Sutra, they do, they do this instead and this and this. That way, when I talked to them, I was now speaking their language. Like, okay, well, let's, let's, why don't we add this and this to it? And then, like, the parents are looking at me, you know what that is all about? Um, <laughs> they didn't actually say it that way. But, but they were impressed that me, the white guy, knew these different amounts of their culture. So if you do your history, your homework ahead of time, read up about it, go to, go to Google. It's the greatest thing. You type in how to do a Sri Lankan wedding, how to do a Hindu, how to do a, you know, Buddhist ceremony, learn those things, have yourself a checklist when you're talking to them. I go, well, Hey, how about if we do this and this and this? Um, I have one coming up where we're doing a Greek Orthodox wedding where they're doing the, the exchanges of the crowns. Right. Have I done that before? Yes, but we're doing it a little bit differently because they come from two different cultures. Uh, one of them is Buddhist and one of them wow. um, Greek Orthodox. So we're combining my Buddhist readings with the crown and doing the Buddhist things as they're shaking the crown back and forth. And that's something that they totally loved. And they're like, oh, my God, this is the perfect blending of what we have. So do your research and find out about what the different culture is, what, what they like, and, and then ask questions. You know, it's just like when gay weddings started. People go, oh, my God, I don't know what to say. You ask, what do I call you? Uh, Mr. and Mr., uh, you know, him and her. What, what do we call you? What would you like to be called? Where would you like to stand? What would you like to see happen in this? If you ask questions... They'll give you the answer that you need. Yeah. Okay. So my last question is, are there, what's your, for, especially for the ceremony part, because that's, that's where you usually are. What's your advice to wedding vendors? Because I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of things that went wrong or, you know, just a lot of like really good stories, but not really a fun story. What right. what yeah. advice? <laughs> what advice can you give to 
or not even advice, just you know, just try to catch their attention and what what grinds your gears about the ceremony? Oh, for me, as an officiant, I am dependent on my audio, and I need to make sure that that DJ has a viable system, has a good microphone. That if they're set up too far away, and, and I, I out no, it's here with a, <laughs> all right, you don't at ceremony. So I need to make sure my DJs understand that you can't be that far away. It's going to break up. I need to make sure that the week it's three songs. How do you screw up three songs? All right. But it happens every weekend. All right. I don't know what it is, but some people just can't get the concept that it's three songs. All right. Um, but also the other thing that I see happen is photographers and videographers. If they're from different companies, They don't work together as a team. They don't sit down and strategize beforehand. All right, so when we're doing the ceremony, I'm going to stand here and you can stand there. They, I've seen a videographer and a photographer after actually get into a fist fight in the aisle during the ceremony because oh they God. didn't talk to each other beforehand. So, so make sure that, that if you're a photographer and a videographer and you don't know the other person, take a couple minutes and say, hey, You know, we're working together on this. Let's work so we can make sure that I don't block you, you don't block me, that we can get wide shots, that we pull back at certain times, and that, you know, we're not blocking it for the kiss shot. Okay. Right? How about, have you had any interesting wedding planner fiascos um, that uh, you have advice for? Yeah. Wedding planners, let the officiants, especially professional officiants, uh, let us deal with our part of it. Um, you know, we'll go over ideas that we have, but, you know, we get hired to do the ceremony. We get hired to, to say the words and to do the actions. Let us work with you and show you what we want to put into it. And don't try to put your own. I had a wedding planner give me a script five minutes before I walked down the aisle uh, and say, oh, this is a script I'd like you to use. Like, well, this is what we agreed upon. I'm like, well, no, this is the script I have all my officiants use. I'm like, Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to use this script. Um, this has like blessings, and this couple isn't religious, you know. So, so you know, work with the officiant. One thing as a plan that you want to do is, a, find out what the officiant wants as far as a microphone, what the officiant wants as as far as, um, you know, what's going on in the ceremony. Don't just show up that day and expect everything to be done. You know, do your do your homework. Find out all the cool things so that when we get there. You know, if I get to a place and they don't have a handheld microphone or they only have one lavalier, it's not going to work. So I want to make sure that that planner talks to all of the vendors to make sure they have everything they need beforehand. I, could, I can't tell you how many times I show up at a wedding when there's a wedding planner and they don't know anything that's going on as far as what everybody needs. There's some amazing wedding planners. Don't get me wrong. I work with some of the most amazing wedding planners. Um, But they're professionals and they're the ones who do all this research. They send out the emails beforehand, the pre-planning. They know what everybody wants and needs. And that way, when we all show up, everything is done to the T. You know, I just want to say, tell you something. The reason why I love working with you is because as a videographer, we don't like mic uh, microphone stands in the ceremony. And you're one of the only people who actually just tough it out and just hold the microphone and because whenever we do the first kiss and there's like a mic stand there it looks really bad 
So well, I, also, I, thank you. most non-professional officiants stand there in the picture. The couple's like this, you know, about to kiss, and the officiant is glooming over their face. Yeah. All my guys know that if I ever see them in a picture or video where that couple is kissing and their face is there in the middle of the video or the picture, they are fired instantly. They are all their weddings get taken away. They get publicly humiliated in the industry and they'll never work in this town again. I love that. Like the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do you a favor. Okay. <laughs> okay. So la okay, uh, I have a last question. Like really quick. Wait, I thought uh, the last one was the last question. Actually it it's fine. <laughs> you know, it, it's gonna be one more question after this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I just realized that you have a lot of people that work with you, right? How do you, how do you, really quickly, how do you pick the right people to work with you? Uh, how do I select an efficient, you mean? Yes, because most of, so there's a lot of like wedding companies that want to grow. And the, mm -hmm. one of the biggest hindrances is to find the right person to work with. And you, it's, it's much the hardest thing in the world. Because you have to put your dependence on this person to, A, represent your brand the way you've designed it. B, show up on time. C, do the job. And need, and also not steal from you. And not everybody is falls into that. Um, you know, I've worked with several photographer companies who have hired people. And their, their second shooters or now first shooters just don't show up or show up late. Or don't represent the brand properly. So it's really important for you when you're selecting people to work underneath you that they have the same philosophy as you. Make sure they understand that look, this isn't just a may this may be a weekend gig for you, but for me, this is my life. And if you mess up my life, I'm gonna mess you up. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you don't have to say it like that, but you know, let them let them know, look, this isn't a game. You know, we're dealing with real emotions here. We're dealing with the most important day of somebody's life. And if you screwed that up, you've ruined their life forever. And you want to make sure they understand that before even walking down the aisle. We just had to let go of one of our people. Because um, he was at a bridal show and passed out his own cards. That's a no-no, okay? If you're working for somebody, you know, see if you, some, you subcontracted another videographer... And they're going to the venue manager and go, you know what? I'm I'm working I'm working for Paul, but but here's my card. Oh my gosh, All that's right? a that's terrible. And you know, I can work out I can work much cheaper than he does. All right, you got to make sure people aren't going to do that. Thing is, I know everybody in this industry, so people call me and say, "Hey, your guy just did this. Your guy just gave me his card." I'm like, uh. So. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, you still have like a solid team. Everyone respects you in the industry, and you have built a reputation that not only exceeds <clears throat> people's expectations, but when they meet you, they they actually see what everyone is talking about. And I really appreciate that you you you're here talking to me on a podcast. Hey, you know I I always want to work with the best people in the industry, and uh, but I agreed to do your podcast anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay before before no, we get no, fired I, no i gotta tell you though i, I mean I, we've worked we've worked together for a long time and all joking aside i love the product that you do i love seeing the the videos afterwards and 
and, and I know the effect that it has on the people once they see the videos that you produce. The, I, I know the emotions that they're going to have when they see that. So kudos for doing such an amazing job in what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. And um, I would like it if the listeners, if you could tell the listeners if they have any questions for you or how to reach you, if they want to actually have their own, be, be an actual efficient too, where to find you and how. Well, uh, I have several different ways to get a hold of me. My website's www.greatofficients.com. That's my main website, where uh, that's where we do all the wedding stuff out of. But we also have our beach division, which is SoCalBeachWeddings.com. So if people want a wedding on the beach, that's where we serve all of LA and Orange County beaches doing that. We also have a wedding chapel if they just want a quickie wedding with up to 30 guests at our cool boutique wedding chapel. That's CuteLittleWeddingChapel.com. And they can get all of our contact information from there or email me at info at greatofficients.com. Okay. And what we're going to put all of those uh, links in the show notes for you guys. So, again, thank you so much. And um, all the best to you, Alan. Hey, thank you. Now I can get back on the freeway and uh, continue on my quest for, for stardom. All right. Drive safely. All right. Peace out, man. Thanks. I also have to add that having reviews is really, really good for your SEO because all these other review sites like WeddingWire, The Knot, or Google, uh, Google Business, or Yelp, they invest so much money in their SEO that all you have to do is just do good work and ask for couples to review you, and you're just going to show up in their, in their top lists. And it's really good for your SEO. So I cannot emphasize that enough, guys. Not only should you create amazing products, but you have to focus on customer service more than your products because that's where your business will thrive. I really hope this helped you out and I really hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you so much to those who have subscribed. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me. Thanks for those people who gave me a review. I'll actually read a review right now. Okay, so Brianna and Company said, Paul Santiago's humor is refreshing and real. Not just a videographer, but a wedding boss, in all caps, and a pro that I respect. Thanks for sharing your wisdom. Oh, thank you so much, Brianna. I really appreciate that. Keep the reviews coming, guys. I really appreciate it. And if you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on the email. And if you feel like you can be a guest here in the show, feel free to reach out as well. All you have to do is go to at Wedding Video Boss on any of the major social media platforms and I will be responding to ya. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out. I will be responding to ya. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out.